You are now listening to the Pinch of Salt podcast. Where we seek to see students be entertained and sustained with takes on navigating life as a young Christian. So settle in and get ready to vibe with us. Alright, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Pinch of Salt. We'll get that together. Oh, yeah, it'll be okay. All right. Yeah, so today um, we thought it'd be interesting to talk about just some some things that have been coming up in our lives recently, and we think you guys would be interested in hearing us talk about it. Um, So, yeah, so um, me and Kelly were kind of having a conversation. I was telling her that I've been talking to some people recently, a few students, um, just about them really struggling with a lot of spiritual warfare. Um, and that's just them waking up every day, um, with like anxiety or depression, just having all these lies and just them literally not wanting to get out of bed, um, and scared of the day. So, yeah. So Kelly. Yeah. So I think when we were talking, like that's something I can definitely relate to in my own life, especially struggling with apathy, um, which I think comes from depression and anxiety about a lot of things and, Um, Harrison was bringing up some really good points of just how that is spiritual warfare. Like, yes, there are like psychological needs and imperfections that we have, um, as humans and yes, seek help for those issues. Um, we also want to acknowledge at the same time, the enemy is trying to keep us ineffective for the Lord. We're going to talk a little bit more about like our inner being and our outer being and how, um, we can rely on our inner being through the power of the Holy Spirit um, to help with that spiritual warfare of not wanting to get out of bed. And so we have a scripture that we want to kind of start with and talk about, and it is Ephesians 3, verses 13 through 21, and I can read that for us real quick. Um, so then, I and this is Paul in prison writing to the Ephesians, and the Ephesians are really going through it and suffering um, and they're, they're distraught over the fact that Paul is in prison. So with that context in mind, uh, so then I ask you not to be discouraged over my afflictions on your behalf, for they are your glory. For this reason, I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. I pray that he may grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with power in your inner being through his spirit, and that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you, being rooted and firmly established in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the length and width, height and depth of God's love, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge, so that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do above and beyond all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. So that's a lot of just like when you go through and think about all that's in there, that's a ton of just richness and content. We're going to try and keep it concise and keep it very much in the vein of talking about dealing with spiritual warfare. Um, So I think first, like when you think about the context, like Kelly said, Paul's in prison. And so like he's writing to them and, and they're like tweaking over that he's in jail and he's been going through all this stuff and getting beat and stuff like that. And Paul's main concern, which is just like insane. I was telling Kelly this earlier, like it's insane that 
he is worried above all about their inner strength. Um, it's like in verse 16, he says to be strengthened with power in your inner being. Like he doesn't care about anything else going on in his life, his situation, his life situation. Um, and, and it seems as if um, he has too much care about what's going on existentially in their life. But he cares about their inner souls, what's going on in their hearts. Um, and he he's putting that forward as the most important thing in this life. We were talking about our inner being and outer being and how through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the strength that he has given us, like when we have our inner being solidified, like then the things of the of the outside um, kind of come together. There's a quote by Tim Keller um, which we will put in the bio, like the sermon link to Tim Keller's sermon, who does a much better job than we ever will at explaining all of this. Um, but he says, um, if your outer life looks fine and your inner life is in tatters, it doesn't matter about your outward life. You move out into the world in weakness. Mm. And so this is talking about, so your inner being, what you can equate that to is communion with God. And basically what that means is spending alone time with the father And I think what Tim Keller was trying to get at and what Paul is praying for is that the Ephesians not only have a head knowledge of who God is, but that it pierces their hearts. And when we say heart, we're not just talking about emotions. We're talking about like our our desires, our soul, like what drives us. And so it's so much more than just, you know, romance or sentiment. It goes much deeper. And so what Paul is desiring and praying for is that Like what he says in verse 19, and to know Christ's love that surpasses knowledge. So it's knowing Christ's love deeper than just understanding that, yeah, he loves me. It's, I have felt that before. I think Tim talks about like having the experiential knowledge. And you can kind of think about it in the way of like, if your parents buy you a Lamborghini, your parents are like, hey, here's a Lamborghini. Um, this is yours. And you're like, oh my God, thank you so much. And then it sits in your driveway or your garage for like five years and you never drive the Lamborghini. When we become Christians, we gain access to the love and the power of the spirit. But if you're not stepping into that and, and tapping into that and accessing that and trying and experiencing that, then you're just going to live life, you know, on the sideline, which is kind of what we talked about earlier. Like the reason spiritual warfare happens is because we know in Romans eight, that nothing can take away the love of God from you, but Satan's going to do whatever he can to keep you on the sideline. Like Kelly said earlier, like they, if you think about like as a game on the, on the field, like Satan's trying to keep you on the bench. Like he wants you on the bench. He's not watch you being impactful for the gospel. So that's why you're waking up anxious. That's why you're waking up. Um, thinking that no one wants you and that you're and that you're unloved, like it's because Satan wants you to think that, so you're not effective for the gospel. Yeah, um, and it's it, it really it truly is it, it is like letting it sink in and pierce your heart, and that takes time. And salvation is a free gift from the Lord, and there is nothing that we can do to earn that. And as Christians, we have that securely, like Harrison was saying. However. It's it's like the Lamborghini thing. Like, if you want to know what's wrong with your car, you have to drive it. 
And so it's like you have to put in the work in your Bible, in prayer, like in community. You have to like go out and seek out and do those things in order to solidify like your inner being with the Lord. And so, yes, salvation is a free gift. Yes, our relationship with God is always accessible, um, but we can't sit back. Um, And so I think that's what we want to get at. Um, And that's hard. Like we want we want you guys to know that like we have both dealt with this and like every day it's waking up and choosing to say like I want to experience the love of Christ today not just know that I have it um and so yeah and again therapy is good (laughs) seeing a counselor is good if you have anxiety and depression like go get help talk to somebody about it um but I think a necessary step before that or on your way to your therapy session is praying with the Lord and go, okay, how is my inner being? Cause I guarantee you that's what he's going to ask you. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like she said, like, and at their inner, like, we're not talking about some, like, find yourself on the inside, look deep inside yourself and find it. Like, we're not talking about that at all. No. <laughs> we're saying like the base of everything should be your spiritual walk with God. And like, I know a lot of people, may have like a a concept of like I just need to get deeper than just like the general gospel but we hear we just heard here that like it says in verse 18 that the length what is the length and width height and depth of God's love and what is God's love love is that Jesus came down and sacrificed his life for us so when you know the depth of the gospel that's as deep as you need to get um, at all staff meeting the other day, Dean said that, like, a true mature Christian understands that the gospel is the deepest depth <laughs> that you can ever get to. Um, and that just has so much to it. Um, so, yeah. So, and the ending verse, Kelly said this yesterday, which I thought was so good. She was saying that um, you hear these kind of prayers and beautiful language that Paul uses in this prayer. And you're like, oh, Paul's telling these people to, like, go like storm the castle or like go like save a thousand people or preach to, you know, whatever. Like Paul is praying this for these people to have spiritual power to live every day. Yeah. To be faithful. Yeah. Not every day is passion conference. Um, yeah. He's praying this so they can get up and go get water for themselves from whatever river they're living next to. Mm -hmm. Um, and for us, that may be that so that we can like drive to work with a humble and gracious spirit and not have road rage and, serve others well Mm -hmm. and so it's it is not like i get up every morning and i spend an hour worshiping the lord on my knees and hey if that's what you need that's what you need but it's literally so that you can get up on the right side of the bed Mm -hmm. um and something else i want to say too is like you have no inner life if you are not a christian um and so and i don't say that to be harsh or to exclude anybody Um, but if you aren't a believer, I think the first thing you need to experience is your sin. And this isn't, that isn't to condemn you. Um, God loves you and he made you beautifully and uniquely. Um, but the way that you experience God's love is by experiencing your sin first. And what I mean by that is, yeah, you know that you do wrong things. Hey, I, I sped on the way to work this morning, broke a law. That's a sin. Like I, that's a good debate. Yeah, well, is, <laughs> is speeding sin? 
I don't know. You have to keep up I with the flow of traffic sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let me. Let me. Think. I probably like. I don't know. I probably got angry for no reason today over something, um, and you know, and so like yeah, that's a sin, and I know that. But until I feel that, until I have a deep knowledge, a deep, it's it's literally piercing the heart. And so until you experience your sin, not just know your sin, but experience it and what that means for your relationship with the Lord or, or how it harms your relationship with the Lord, you're not going to be able to work on your inner life, which is spending time with him. So kind of what I talk about, like Kelly said, there's a lot of nuance to those things, um, of course, in specific situations, but we just want to encourage you guys to just keep on keeping on and stay prayerful and seek to um, just pray that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you the truths of the gospel and that that deep, that deepness and that, that height and, and length of that, of the gospel will help you get out of bed every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I have a, a lighter question to ask you, Kelly. Okay. Um, do you think there's such thing as Thanksgiving songs? Oh, I, this is hard. Do I think there's like holiday songs like thing like Christmas songs for Thanksgiving? No. Okay. However, I do think that fall songs are becoming like you see like fall vibes playlist twenty twenty three. Or like Ed Sheeran just came out with autumn variations, which I can't recommend enough. Um but so I do think that there are autumn themed songs coming out and you can curate a Thanksgiving vibe. However, there's not a song that's like, thank you for the Mayflower. I love turkey. Like, I, and I hope that never happens, to be completely honest with you. I would kind of dig that, honestly. Praising God for the Mayflower. I think if there was a Thanksgiving song, look, I post on my story and ask people what they thought if there are Thanksgiving songs. And I thought I'd talk about some of the results here. This is post Thanksgiving, so keep this in mind for uh, TG24. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, keep this in mind. Um, so Amelia said anything Charlie Brown. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. that's big yeah. Thanksgiving music. That's like official. <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> Jeremiah said the same thing. He said that Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, literally all that music is just Charlie Brown music, which I think is so true. Um, and then both Liv Zarilla and <laughs> Brock Burnett said that that song, I got greens, beans, tomatoes, tomatoes, <laughs> on. They said that that's it. There's um, a song called The Thanksgiving Song by Ben Rectic. Yeah, that's actually what Meredith Hartfield said. Oh, I was wow. just about to say that, yeah. That's so crazy. Maddie Smith, our producer, and Meredith Hartfield <laughs> said The Thanksgiving Song by Ben Rector. And there were other responses, but... There's a song called Gobble Gobble by Matthew West. Gobble Gobble. Um, That's crazy. For whatever just got cut out, Maddie just played a very inappropriate song. <laughs> no, no, She just not. played a very inappropriate song for it was, us. It was um, not. It was not. City not podcast not appropriate. It's called Gobble Gobble. Y'all listen to it. <laughs> Don't. West. Do not listen to that. <laughs> do not go listen to Gobble it's Gobble. It's a Thanksgiving song. Don't worry about it. I, anyways. Thank you so much for joining us. On our second episode of Pinch of Salt, we drop Mondays at 8 a.m. And be sure to check out Salt Tuesday nights at 8 p.m. And that was just a pinch of salt. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at City Salt Pod. If you want to know more about navigating life as a Christian, be sure to check out Tuesday nights and Sunday mornings at City Church Tallahassee.